Hey everybody, welcome back to It's a Little Things podcast. Obviously, it's me, your host, India, and I'm super excited to be here with literally one of my bestest friends, Peyton Rose. Um, go to my Instagram, you'll see her on there. She's awesome. I love her, adore her. Her spirit is literally a light, and so I'm super excited for y'all to hear her perspective on things. And so, Peyton Rose, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, hey guys, I'm actually from Kentucky here. I am a senior here at Moorhead State. Played softball all three years, third base. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I moved from Tennessee, lived there for about eight years, came up here, so split my life between Tennessee. Well, actually, I was born in Missouri, can't forget that either. <laughs> but we have a big family. I have three brothers, one sister, two are older, one is younger, and the other one's younger too, younger sister. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, so um, I obviously came here last year, and I met Peyton Rose, and she's, if you meet her, she's a little bit more on the like quiet, shy side when you first meet her, but trust me, she's not actually like that, um, so we get along really well, obviously, and so I just love that about her, but before I get too sappy and into it on why I love Peyton Rose, um, why don't you tell us kind of the big question here on It's a Little Things podcast is something that or somebody who has affected you and your walk with Christ and how you've been able to use it since then. Well, I think I mentioned this in our Bible study last night, but a huge person that has really helped me just get back on track with the Lord is actually you. I was a little emotional last night about it, but... When you first came in and you were just talking about the Lord with all this joy and everything, and I just really struck me. I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, I grew up in church, and I've always known God and everything, but you just really put, well, you just really define the, what's the word? Like, you were really on fire for the Lord, and it just really just really took me back, and I said, wow, this is this is what it's like to actually see a soul on fire for the Lord. And it's really, really helped me just get back on track, like, with the Lord. Oh, my God. But it was just really, really good for someone to step in and just really, really affect me. Well, okay, everybody, I just want y'all to put this in perspective. We had Bible study last night, and trust me, we both cried about it. Like, she said that, and I literally broke down in tears. I'm trying to keep it together for um, all of y'all, but trust me, it's they're close. Um, but I really I really love that, and it kind of brings um, to the point that I know we talked a lot about last night was just kind of how being around people really helps keep you on track. And so I really love that you know, I've been able to help you, but you've also been able to help me more than you know, just kind of by, you know, kind of reminding me like, hey, I have somebody to go with to church and to do Bible studies with that I always know, like, regardless of how I'm feeling, you're going to be down to do whatever, especially for the Lord. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just part, well, that's the first part of going into this little (laughs) section that I read off of this book called Get Out of Your Head which is phenomenal. Yes, yes. We love Jenny. We love it. We love her. (laughs) Uh, And there's just this little section in there that talks about community. And, you know, the first two years here in Moorhead, I was just not really stubborn, but I was more, you know, I'm an independent girl. I'm, like you said, I'm a little quiet. I'm not going to talk to anyone unless you talk to me. 
And so that just kind of really just set the tone for I'm not going to open up to anyone. I'm just going to keep everything inside, and I'll pray to the Lord, and I'll hear him. But really, I mean, Jenny was talking about uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. <laughs> um, We're by nickname basis now here. Um, there's this little paragraph that she went on to talk about. We can't curl, curl up on our couches, read the pages of a book, pray, and simply will our minds to change. God is concerned not only with the posture of our hearts, but with the people on each of our arms. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. And so that just kind of put things into perspective. I am not, I, I cannot go through this alone. Mm-hmm. I cannot go through life alone. Yes, I have the Lord, but the Lord also brings people like you into my lives to help, you know, guide me through and teach me different perspectives as well. And it's just, Oh, I saw a post-it note here that says, we look at others so we can encourage them in their growth, not so we can figure out how much to measure up. Wait. No, yeah, no, that's really good. I like that a lot because I know a lot of times, like, as Christians, we tend to compare ourselves to others, and I do it specifically myself. Like, um, somebody I know or somebody, like, a friend of mine, and I'm like, wow, their faith is so much better than mine. Like, I wish I had a faith like theirs. But like what you said, like they're not there for us to try to measure up to what they have. They're there to encourage us to be better in our faith. So I really like that sticky note and how you said that and just kind of a part because like she didn't necessarily say that, but you're able to bring that out of that and how community is so important in your relationship with God because it's not, it, it is a relationship with just him, but with people around you the people you surround yourself with, that's who you will be. Like, regardless of whether you think so or not, the people you hang out with is who you are, and that's who people around you see you as. So if you're hanging out with a bad crowd or somebody that doesn't believe the same stuff as you do, the people around you are going to be like, wow, so they're like that too. And even if you're not necessarily like that, that's how people see you, and that's not as Christ followers, that's not how we're supposed to be. So I like that you have that in saying, like, um, having people is they're there to encourage you not to measure up and I really like that yeah going off of that it was just when I when I first met you and you were just so on fire about the Lord and you just were willing to talk about him all the time that just really helped me like okay she's like that too and I was just kind of I don't know why I was so scared like say yeah I go to, I go to church on Sunday if someone would ask me to sleep over on Saturday I was just like uh, I yeah. To say it, but then now I'm like, I should ne- I've never said that. I should right. never be embarrassed at all when I talk about the Lord, and just to talk about my path with Him, and just talking to you about it, just really makes me makes me feel more comfortable, I guess, to open up about Him, and it's just really so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> and no, it really is. It makes like your relationship with God almost so much better and so much richer because having people to actually talk about it with, like genuinely, and not just the the top, the fake part of Christianity, but that real rich stuff that's like, man, I was really struggling, but I was able to be brought out of that through Christ, through his word, through the truth that he's written for us. And I really like that a lot just because sometimes you can't do it on your own and you're not meant to. He didn't He didn't put people in our lives just to be there to have fun with. He put them in our lives so that we are able to use them to better our relationship with him. So I really like 
just kind of the concept of community. And um, but I have some verses that I thought were really good with community. Um, Galatians six two says, "Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ." I love that verse because as Christians and as myself and as athletes, we tend to just fake it till we make it. And I know as a college student, you do that too with your grades and your class schedule and everything. But um, specifically as Christians, we kind of want to do it on our own. And even when you are relying on Christ, it's still relatively on your own because you're like, yes, I'm relying on him, but I'm doing this all on my own and I'm carrying this burden. But he specifically says, carry each other's burdens. And that's so cool because we want to be able to help our other, our brothers and sisters in Christ because one day we're going to be in heaven living with them. And so, like, I think that's really cool how we don't have to do everything on our own. Like, as Christians, we are called to carry each other's burdens, and I really like that. Yeah, I like that, too. Yeah. I heard a little devotional the other night um, talking about, you know, just step away from yourself, get out of yourself, get out of your head, and just do what the Lord has called you to do. He, he was on this planet to serve others, and so are you. You're here to serve others. You're here to put others before you. And, I mean, that just really helps getting yourself, getting out of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good good, 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 good. And just really just putting things into perspective about, you know, you're not the only one going through stuff. You're here to help others go through, get through whatever they're going mm-hmm. through. Like, always go back to you, but, you know. <laughs> You being in my life, you just help me get out of my stuff. Get out of my stuff. Get out of my head. I'm like, yeah, this is, I mean, this is real life. This is genuine faith. Right. That the Lord is helping me gain about him. And there's also this other line in this book. And he said he formed us to need community. God himself exists in community. The Trinity relating as Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So God himself it's three three persons. Yes. And that just really helps. That's just a great example. Right. Right there. Mm-hmm. He is community. Yeah. So, of course, we need community as well. I never thought of that. And kind of going back to, like, the concept of uh, Jesus and everything. Not the concept, obviously. But um, he had 12 disciples. Like, he was constantly with community. Like, these people were his right hand. They were there. They were following him. They were helping him in his... Um, missions and everything and and i love that concept thinking back on it like even jesus a perfect human being somebody who died for us was able to find community and find people that although they were flawed he was able to hold them up and they were able to hold him up in a time of suffering where he was literally being crucified on a cross and so i think that's awesome that you bring that up because i had never thought of it like that how he is the trinity and i really like that that's what made me think of you know disciples and so I think, I think that's really cool how I know we were talking last night about, you know, our issues and sometimes the lessons that he's teaching us are not, um, they're not for necessarily, they're not to teach us a lesson, but they're um, like the struggles we go through will teach us for future issues that we might have. Like, you know, how I, I know I used this as an example last night, but you know, how I moved from Arkansas to Texas, my junior year of high school. And that was a really hard time for me. No friends, like. I didn't have a foundation in the church, which actually helped me 
form better friendships when I moved to Texas, but it also prepared me for moving to Kentucky, which was 14 hours away from home. And so going through that in a million years, I would have never expected it to help me until about a year in. And I was like, wow, this is actually going to prepare me really well for Kentucky. And so I like that a lot, how the issues that we go through might not necessarily be for us right then, but it might be for the people around us. Because by carrying somebody else's burden, you might learn a lesson that you never thought you needed to learn. And it also helps like by putting yourself in other people's shoes. So I really like that a lot. Yeah, it's so good. She's constantly got the good stuff in there. Yeah, I had another verse. Oh, there it goes again. I knew that one was coming in a little bit. Um, I had another first, first John one seven, and it says, well, it's in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus, his son purifies us all from sin. So I think it's really cool. And I, I talked about this again, obviously last night in our Bible study, but it got me going. Um, about like, you know, usually at the end, I'm like, be a light. Like usually at the end of this, I'll say, you know, be a light for the Lord. And so he mentions it throughout the Bible a lot. And so it's really encouraging to see that after saying that, but he says, walk in the light with fellowship. And so I really like that a lot. Again, like you said, because community is so important in our fellowship with Christ, but also in our walk. So if they're not walking in fellowship, how are we as Christians going to also walk in fellowship all by ourselves? And so I think that's really cool. There's so many people out there that need a friend, need somebody to help them with their journey with Christ. And we have that opportunity to do that here. And so I really like the thought of community being a key and not just something that's nice and on the side. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first two years here, I, I didn't know I actually needed community. I thought I was just more, I'm an independent girl. You know, I will do this on my own. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize until, again, after I read this, <laughs> there's a sentence here that says, the first enemy, distraction, keeps us from seeking help from God for the chaos in our heads. The second enemy, shame, keeps us from pulling others in to help me. And that just really got me thinking, of course, well, my concept of enemy then was like the devil. Like, right. Physical devil. But then it just showed me the enemies come in different ways, different shapes, different different forms, like distraction and shame. Obviously, that's the enemy. And I just didn't realize I was so soaked in all the shame and all this, all these distractions. It just made so much noise in my head that I wasn't hearing the Lord. I wasn't hearing God. When I prayed, I just prayed. I just went through the motions. And I was just I didn't put any work behind it. Mm-hmm. I was just, and then when people came into my lives, I just thought, you know, I'm just not worth opening up to everyone. And that's the shame that was just working in me and just taking over me. And I just didn't even realize it. And it just really, that just went on for a few years, I guess. And then and then I really got into the Lord after you. And then I'm out of it. I just, I didn't even know I was in it. I, didn't, I was so phased by it. And it was just, looking back, I'm like, wow. I'm a whole different person, and that's just so relieving and just so just awesome. Yeah. No, I really like that a lot because I know when I 
it's so hard sometimes to realize that the distraction isn't like you said like satan specifically it's something that he sends out to distract us and for me sometimes my distraction is insecurity or embarrassment because like what stops me from making new friends in class or making new friends with people I see is I'm embarrassed of what they might think of me or insecure about you know how I look or how I act and how they're going to see me and so I think that's a distraction from Satan that we don't even realize is a distraction like you kind of just think it's part of who you are but it's not because that's not who Christ made us to be. And so those distractions keep us from having community. And I really like how you use that as an example because, like, shame, like you said, is a distraction. That guilt is a distraction because through Christ, that guilt is gone if we ask for forgiveness. And so I really I really like that this, that concept of how a distraction isn't, it isn't like he isn't a physical enemy. It's, it's, an, it's something that he sins. So I really like that a lot. And it's just so easy to go back into that pattern of, okay, let me talk to this person or, you know, just say hi or whatever. But then I know my immediate thought is, no, they don't care. You know, it's not going to do anything. And, of course, that's, like, not the case at all. If anything, it will help, you know, Mm -hmm. help them get noticed, help them, you know, feel loved. And that's all what God is trying to do is, make you be seen, make you be loved, because that's what he created you for. Right. And so, like you said, I know I had a big deal about the whole social media, and, well, this girl's getting that many likes, and I don't get that many likes, and obviously I'm not as worth it or mm-hmm. as, you know, popular, I guess. And now just thinking about it, after reading this whole book, the amount of likes you have does not matter whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No. Like, at all. It's just more about your faith in the Lord and just what you're doing to help increase that and Mm -hmm. what you're doing to serve others and just your impact on others is what, you know, really matters. Yeah, I think it's so hard. Like you said, like the distractions are so big. And in today's society, they're literally everywhere. And you don't realize it. And I know last week, Maddie and I talked about how the truth is in the word and that's how you can scout out the lies. And so I think, like we talked about last night, the only way you're going to be able to get those lies out of your head or at least squash them is by being in the word. And so that's what I like about, you know, trying to find verses that I know I'm supposed to have community, but why? Like, where does it say that? Like, show me where it says that. Well, it says that because he knows that a lot of times we can't physically touch him. We can't physically see him. And so sometimes in our minds, it's so hard for me to be like, okay, I know I have you, but I need somebody here with me. Like I need somebody to look me in the eyes and tell me I'm going to be okay. And it's so hard sometimes because you want to do it on your own. You're just like, I don't need anybody else. Like I'm going to figure this out on my own. And Satan is isolating you. That's his lies telling you that you need to be alone. You don't need to be alone ever. Never in a million years do you ever need to be alone because there's so many people on this planet that are wanting to help and love you. And so it's made me realize that so much more um, just recently with some events that's happened on campus, just realizing you have no idea how many people are here that love you that you don't even know. Like there are so many people willing to help that you don't even know. So when you feel alone, you are not alone because there are so many people that God has placed around you and on campus or in your workplace 
that want to care and want to love for you, but they don't know you're hurting. And so it's hard for them to see that if you're wanting to do it on your own. And so that's what I love about Christ saying, talking about community, because personally, my love language is all of them, by the way. But I am really big on like quality time and touch. And so like me and you, not so much. She doesn't like touch. So we don't do that. Okay. But you know, like with Adam or my family or like my, some of my other friends back home, it kind of depends on the people. But you know, for me, I need that hug to just be like, okay, I'm all right. Like I'm fine. I'm good. But you can't have that if you don't have community. And so you never know how much you're missing something until you finally have it. And you're like, this is so much better. Like I'm going through something and I don't have to go through it alone. I don't have to sit in my room and cry. Like I can talk it out and actually work through my issues instead of stuffing them down and being like, God, I trust you, but I'm really alone right now. So it's really hard to be in my faith. Wow. <laughs> I went on a rant there for a second. <laughs> I really need to get that one off my chest. <laughs> no, I really like that because I mean, those were the issues I, I was having. I was, you know, in my room, like, okay, I trust you, but I just, I don't have anyone here. I just, I just need someone like here. And obviously he, he has made me a community around myself, but I was just too locked up by all these distractions that the enemy has sent me. And I just didn't even realize I was just so blindsided. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the word, I was in the scripture. I, you know, actually went to church. I, I was actually paying attention. I was engaged and then I was like, wow, I, I'm set free from all that. Now mm-hmm. I know how to captivate my thoughts, which is, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just re- redirect them, like stop the thoughts before it just overwhelms me and just overcomes me and then just reposition that I'm like wait a minute no that's not what God <laughs> intends for me he wants me to talk he wants me to express my feelings because mm-hmm. I am worth it right. I am worth it because God said I'm worth it and it's good <laughs> oh my gosh oh my goodness paint rose that was so freaking good <laughs> wait a minute I'm sorry I interrupted you keep going but, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I cut you off. I got really excited. No, that's basically what I wanted to say. I was just, I have another thing, another sentence here that really stood out to me is when we listen to lies about our worth, we naturally back away from others. So that's the whole, that was the whole issue I was having was I listened to all these lies about how, you know, um, I'm not worth it. You know, my shame is just, if, people really saw me for who I am, right. they're just going to, like, run away, run the other way. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case at all. You know, I was made by God. Right. I am full of love. Right. Because he, he's made me full of love and just mm-hmm. made me full of life. And it was just, I cannot, like, looking back, I cannot believe I was just so, you know, just so distracted by everything. But I know talking about this i hope other people can listen and be like wait i can be set free from all this stuff too yeah that's that's another way we can serve others as well yeah i really like that a lot and one thing i was thinking about while you were saying that was um just kind of realizing you know back in like, like my first couple years of high school realizing that the difference between you don't realize it even if you think your relationship is good with god look at the people around you because if they're not 
constantly pursuing a relationship with God, you're not around the right people. And it's a lot easier said than done because obviously you don't want to cut off people. And I'm not saying cut people off at all. I'm just saying sometimes it's better to, or all the times it's better to surround yourself with people that are, you know, pursuing a relationship with Christ constantly. And, um, that's how you can, that's how your relationship with Christ will also strengthen. And you won't ever know that until you actually surround yourself with people and you will literally, it'll be like night and day. And so that's what I love, you know, about obviously having you here and having like our Bible study now. It's like, I always have you regardless of what I'm going through. I'm like, I know when I'm going through it, I'm like, I can go to you and just be like, okay, like, tell me what, tell me what I'm missing right now. Like, tell me what's going on. And having those people that you can go to is so important. And to surround yourself with people and that kind of positivity is so awesome. And so that's what another thing I love about our, like our Bible study here is like, I have a whole group of people that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can talk, get this all off my chest and I can talk about my relationship with Christ, but not only talk about it, but talk through it. And so that's what I like about it a lot is because sometimes I get, and you hit a wall and you're like, my relationship isn't growing. Like, I feel like everything's plateaued, but I'm like, when you start talking with people about it and your relationship with Christ, you realize it hasn't plateaued, but you feel like you're in the sinking spot, but you have these people to encourage you. And that's kind of the difference between that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, because I don't know, like high school is super hard because you're just given the set of people and you don't have a lot of wiggle room to kind of find that group for you. But I know like coming to college, there's just so many more people and you're like, wow, like I can pick who my friends are now. Like I can get involved at church and have this completely different relationship with Christ that I didn't even know I could have. And I couldn't even see myself with, but just like you don't want to put yourself around negative people. You don't want to put yourself around people that don't have a close relationship with Christ and are constantly pursuing a relationship with him because you are the people that you surround yourself with, whether you like it or not. And that circles back to the beginning. but yeah so super glad you were on here i'm super pumped about this i've like been trying to hold back because i'm like i know i can't show really bias for my teammates i'm like (laughs) i need to spread it out a little bit but i really wanted to have you on here so i'm super pumped i'm super excited for everybody here this one because i think this is really good and it's a topic that i feel like kind of gets overlooked sometimes and so the importance of community is super cool and so, do you have anything else before I close it out? Uh, I just didn't think I could talk for this long. <laughs> but it was so easy because, you know, community. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Um, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I'm super pumped. Go check out Pain Rose's Instagram. Give her a like. Show her some love and tell her how beautiful she is. Um, but anyways, everybody, I hope you are the reason somebody smiles today. And be a light for the Lord in everything you do. Have a great day.